Hi everyone, it's your host Dominique of Black Girls Talk Crime. And today we tell the devastating story of two teenage girls, both in high school, one, the victim in the story, being an honor roll student and an excellent student at that, and how social media, as well as having the wrong adults guiding you, can lead to dire consequences. It changed the course of your entire life. Today, we tell the tragic story of India Martin. Let's get into it. So today we traveled to Chicago, Illinois, and everyone in the US, as well as probably the entire world, knows how notorious Chicago has been, not just in recent times, but also during the 80s and 90s. Basically, Chicago is a city that you just don't play with. You just don't wake up and say, hey, let's go visit Chicago, like you would Las Vegas or LA for that matter. Even though I'm sure, and I know there's absolutely beautiful places to go in Chicago, and this is no way to be disrespectful to those that live in the city, but with nicknames like Chirac, obviously a spit on Iraq, me personally, it's just not one of those places that I'm going to, period. Um, just because, like, I don't know, when I think of Chicago and what the media portrays, and not just the media, but, like, look at the entire gang culture of the city, right? And the whole drill scene that they can take credit for starting here in the United States. It just looks scary. Giving very much, if you're not from there, don't go there. Even though, like, when I see stories online about my city and the way they make the boroughs look in New York, I'm like, okay, they're exaggerating. And that may just be how people in Chicago feel as well when they see stories about their city online. But anyways... Today's case takes us back to 2014. 2014 was actually one of Chicago's lowest years in murder rates. The rate of that year was about 15 people per 100,000. And that year, police were very hopeful as it was considered a historic low for the city. There were 407 homicides recorded in 2014, a 3% drop from nearly the same period in 2013 with only about 20% of homicides ever even being solved in Chicago. One of those 407 homicides and one of the 20% that was solved was the murder of 14-year-old India Martin. India Mickey Martin was born on May 26, 1999 to parents Joni Dukes Kennedy and Monroe Martin in Chicago. In 2014, India was a normal teenage girl who According to her mother and stepfather, loved music, loved dancing, loved dressing up, and changing her hair often. Enzio, who was called Tiny by friends, was a cheerleader and a freshman at Tilden Career Community Academy, a school her parents had only just enrolled her in because they felt as though the schools in her neighborhood were too dangerous. Her stepfather would later go on to tell the news, no place in Chicago is safe for teenagers nowadays. The family lived in the new city section of Chicago, specifically the south side of Chicago, which is home to one of its most dangerous sides of town, Back of the Yards. Back of the Yards, about 30% of its population lives below the poverty line, according to a 2013 analysis. This neighborhood has about a third of the population over 25 without a high school diploma, and half of its residents between the ages of 20 and 24 
are unemployed. Now, these statistics were taken, were taken, sorry, during when this crime happened. So these are statistics from 2014. I'm unsure of the statistics now. Um, really quick fun fact about this neighborhood, just so you guys can get an idea, even though it is a dramatization, the TV series Shameless, which is a super super popular series, follows the life of the Gallagher family, and this show also takes place in the back of the yards neighborhood. However, even in these circumstances, India would still thrive. India was excelling in her new school. She was even on the honor roll, which is amazing for a child that lived in such an environment that obviously could become super distracting. Her parents would go on to say that she was very active in sports and she wanted to someday travel the world to see places such as Paris and Rome and even thought about joining the U.S. Navy once she graduated in order to fulfill that dream of seeing the world. However, unfortunately, India would never be able to live out her dreams. And this is where this story takes a turn for the worse after a simple disagreement between two girls on Facebook. And this is why, at least to me, sometimes I have to take a break from social media because it can be exhausting. It can drain your energy. And especially when you're a teenager and you're a young girl, um, even adults too, not even just teenagers. Like I've literally seen girls go back and forth on Facebook. I've seen them go live about each other and try to add each other to the lives in order to argue back and forth. And these are grown women. So, you know, teenagers, I can definitely see them entertaining arguments on Facebook. Um, however, this argument would prove to turn deadly. According to news outlets, there will be a, some sort of verbal argument or disagreement on Facebook about a boy that supposedly was dating two girls. On Monday, April 28th of 2014, India will be walking home from school with a friend named Lanikia Reynolds, who was 16 at the time, at around 4.30 p.m. Now, the girl who was on the other side of the fight, we don't know her name. Even to this day, I was literally for days trying to find this girl's name. Like, one thing about me, I am a detective. I can literally find everybody. Um, a lot of times when I'm looking for pictures of the victims, I'm able to get, because a, a lot of times online, they don't have, like, a good enough supply of pictures of them. So I'm able to find like their their Instagrams, their Facebooks, you know, things like that. So I'm a detective to the T. And even I cannot find this girl's name to this day. Like they literally have this girl's name under wraps. And it is because at the time of the murder, she was a minor. And sometimes you cannot release their names or their pictures. So we do not have that information. Now, there are conflicting stories on news articles. Some say that the girl had an issue with India because of the boy. Because, but actually, it was not India. It was L Lanikia who had an issue with the girl over the boy. And supposedly, they had had choice words with each other um, a few days leading up to the actual physical fight. Um, and a few days before the fight, they had actually agreed to meet up and fight that day. Lanika would even go on to say that her and the suspect had been friends for many years prior to even attending, um, prior to the argument, sorry. They had even attended same, some of the same schools. However, they had had a falling out. Now, let me just say this. This is why it's so important to check your child's social media accounts 
um, I don't know, I just feel like 14, 15, it's okay for them to have social media, but as a parent, you need to be checking their phones because this could have been totally avoided. These are young girls. Um, they truly do a lot, do things a lot of times without thinking clearly. And to fight over a boy, I don't know. I can understand as a teenager why that would make sense as a teenager, you know what I mean? But as an as a grown adult, you need to be checking your children's phones, period. Because this whole situation could have ended way differently if adults on all sides were paying more attention. But anyways, there was a large crowd of teenagers there to witness this fight. And this is this is why I have to tell the story because as I was reading it, I was getting more infuriated about what was happening. Um the assailant's uncle was also present. Again, this is a grown man. Um a whole adult a whole adult that at any time could have talked to his niece and said, you know what, it's not that serious, it's a boy. We could have a conversation with her and you just don't need to be dealing with him after that. But of course he did not do this. Um so after there was a physical altercation, the girl whose uncle, um, we do have his name. He is, his name is Donald Floral or Donnell Flora. Um, and I believe he was 25 at the time. This man brings a damn gun to this fight. Mind you, these are children. You're 25 years old. Why would you bring a gun to a fight of children? And when I read that, I just couldn't believe this. This man, and might I add, he was in a wheelchair at the time because he was paralyzed from his waist down after himself being shot prior to, uh, I think it was a year or two prior. Um, he gets on the bus just to drop the gun off to the knees. At, and at no time during this bus ride does this man say this is the wrong thing to do. Um, his niece, and it comes out that he actually is raising her, Again, this is something else that pissed me off because her father was actually shot and killed a few years earlier. So you were shot yourself and you're paralyzed. Your brother was shot and killed. And you thought it's smart to give your underage 14-year-old niece a gun during a fight. So, like I said, I'm just wondering at any point, did anybody say... And he's not the only adult to fail in this in this story. And we'll get to that. He just never thought to himself, this is not right. Like, these are literally children. This man absolutely absolutely failed this girl. And according to family, she was an honor roll student as well. Um, she was also on her basketball team. And they would even say that they were surprised that she would even do something like this, especially over a boy. But teenagers can be easily influenced, right? And with the man who was a father figure to her egging her on, is it really a surprise that this girl made the decision that she did that day? And what's even worse, the girl tried to fire... This is another thing that pissed me off. The girl had originally tried to fire the gun at India and her friend. Um, but the gun had malfunctioned. It would not fire. So a witness said that um, because the gun would not fire... The 14-year-old, who obviously, why would a 14-year-old really know how to work a gun, handed it to someone who was then able to fix the gun for her, give it back to her, and she opened fire. And I was just like, are y'all kidding me? Another person who could have taken the gun from her and said, no, this is not right. So this is now two people who 
could have changed the course of this whole situation. And it's just like, so nobody had common sense this day at all. And that was really something that infuriated me because it was just so many adults that could have changed everything about this for both of these young girls. Inzi was shot in her back as she ran away. Her friend was also shot. I believe um, Lanikia was shot in her arm, but she survived. India was taken to Common Children's Hospital, where she was pronounced dead at 5.10 p.m. A life barely even lived, gone, just like that. The fight as well as the shooting was recorded on a cell phone, and I'm just grateful that it wasn't leaked because, you know, nowadays it's like humans record deaths on their phones and fights and just they post them without even thinking twice, right? We really live in a society nowadays that lacks empathy, and sometimes when I see these videos on my timeline, I'm like, why would you even post something like this? So thank God. I do appreciate the fact that it was recorded. Thank God it was not leaked. India's stepfather, who was a retired U.S. Marine, and her mom, a nursing assistant, had, had they had two other children together. Although India did have older siblings, they insisted that India was a good teen and she was not a gangbanger. And they were in obvious disbelief of their daughter's murder. Her stepfather would tell media outlets right after her murder that India, quote, was a strong-headed, strong-minded child that wasn't going to be intimidated or bullied or pushed around. She was always standing up for other people. He would go on to say that, quote, I always tell my kids, stay away from the fights because if they think you got the best of them, the first thing they'll do is run and get other people. Nine times out of ten, someone in that crowd will have a gun. And it's so crazy because that's exactly what happened to India. Her parents would also go on to say that those there weren't really talking or coming forward. And I mean, especially in our community, you know, we have the no snitching policy. I have no idea where that policy even came from, but this is a baby that was taken. I can't imagine someone not coming forward, especially with as many people as was there. Um, there was a large crowd of teenagers, and there was some adults there as well. Um, and it just was strange that nobody came forward. But on the flip side, you can also understand someone being fearful of their lives, right? Um, because sometimes there are real repercussions for telling. So I can understand why nobody wanted to speak. The Santa, as well as her uncle, were both arrested and charged with India's murder. Her uncle was charged with the first-degree murder and aggravated battery by discharging, sorry, a firearm, which I'm so glad that he was because, like, come on now. You, why did you bring the gun? Like, he's just as guilty as his niece, period, if not more, because she's 14. Her mind is not even developed where it needs to be developed. You're 25. You know what you were doing, and you knew somebody was going to end up dead that day. So, I... I'm definitely happy that they did charge him. A 17-year-old boy would also be charged as well with trying to help the suspect hide the gun after the shooting. According to police, when they arrived at the scene, they spotted Flora, the uncle, very close to the boy. The 17-year-old tried to run from police but was arrested. He later signed a statement that the uncle handled him, handed him the 38 caliber revolver that was found by authorities and that was used in the shooting. 
As police began to put the case together, two more grown ASS people would be arrested. It's just like, like I said, absolutely nobody used their brain prior to this fight. And I feel so bad for India's parents because they didn't even know just how many adults were in on this whole thing. Robert James, who was 34 at the time, was charged, 34 y'all at the time, was charged in connection to India's murder for illegally selling his firearm because you can legally have a gun in Illinois. He illegally sold his gun and then made a false report saying that it was stolen in November prior to India's murder. And another one of the suspect's relatives and aunt, Vendetta, there's a girl's name is Vendetta, y'all. Vendetta Redwood was also charged. This woman was seen was seen going to the scene of the murder. Well, at this point, it was a fight, not even a murder yet. Knowing that her 14-year-old niece and her friends were going to use force and violence against the two victims. She was charged with felony charges of obstruction of justice and one count of felony mob action for failing to call the police or try to stop the fight that had led to the murder. In a video that captured the incident, Vendetta was seen standing close to the 14-year-old shooter with two other girls nearby, one with a bottle and one armed with a pipe. Meanwhile, Indy and her friend had absolutely no weapons. So they had obviously come there with an immense amount to cause an immense amount of harm to these girls. And again, with another adult there, nobody said, this is not right. Even if you decided that the girls were going to fight, why did y'all, y'all didn't think one to just let the two girls fight? Let's just say, okay, they were going to fight, whatever. As two adults, why did nobody say, y'all don't need pipes? Y'all don't need broken bottles? You damn sure don't need a gun. Nobody thought that. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's just... I don't know. I was just like, are these, are they mentally, like, not right? I don't know. It was very weird that the adults didn't handle this better. India was very much loved by her neighborhood, and they would hold a vigil for her releasing purple balloons, her favorite color, with even other mothers of children who were murdered in the city showing up, sorry, to support her family. A sixth person was later on arrested for actually purchasing the gun that India was killed with from Robert James, who was also arrested, like I said, for selling his gun um, while reporting it stolen. India's family and a lot of the people in the community wanted the 14-year-old girl who killed India to be tried as an adult. However, a Cook County judge would rule against this gesture, mainly because the girl charged in this case had had no prior criminal background and was described by teachers as a good student, according to court testimony. I mean, me personally, I wouldn't have cared anything about her being a good student or her not having a prior criminal history, right? You went from having no criminal history to murder. And it would have been a double murder if she would have killed India's best friend and all this over a boy. At any time, she could have changed her mind and decided not to pull the trigger. I mean, she literally tried to shoot. The gun did not go off. She handed the gun to somebody and still decided to shoot the weapon. So I'm not really caring about her being a good girl. Like, I don't know. They just also decided to charge her as a juvenile because they felt as though she had, she could have been rehabilitated. 
Donald Flora, the uncle, was convicted in 2016 of first-degree murder, attempted first-degree murder, and aggravated battery with a firearm. And he received 100 years, period, and as he should. That's exactly what he gets. He's an adult. Without that gun, India is not dead. He is the sole reason for her no longer being on this earth, and he deserves nothing less than 100 years. Vendetta Redwood was found not guilty in 2017 on both of her charges. And y'all, this had me so mad because um, her behind needs to be in jail. Mainly because witnesses had came forward and said that she told her, I don't know if she's this girl's aunt or her cousin, I believe they're cousins. She told her, and I quote, shoot that B word. What grown woman tells a child, shoot that B, in referencing another child? Like, she deserves to be in jail. When she was released, she would go, I saw a news clip of her talking to the news, and she would go on to say, quote, I'm just tore up. That's it. I'm still stressed. It's real hard. You just don't know what I've been through. Miss Ma'am, don't nobody care what you've been through. At the end of the day, you were another adult that could have stopped this whole situation. Um, you are another reason that India lost her life. You are another reason why this why this young girl was in jail. Y'all failed her. You and the uncle failed this girl. Um, and we don't feel sorry for you. I don't know where this girl's mother is at. I had I had read that she didn't show up to court because she was receiving death threats and she felt unsafe. Um, but yeah, y'all, it seemed like this whole family just failed this girl terribly. Um. In 2018, the teenager who killed India pleaded guilty to first-degree murder and the death of India Martin and attempted murder in the shooting of India's best friend, Lanikia. So because she was not charged as a, because she was charged, sorry, as a juvenile, she could not be held past her 21st birthday. She was 19 at the time of her sentence and had already been in jail since 14. However, the judge would rule that she would be sentenced to two more years, making her 21 at the time of her release. At her sentencing, her attorneys would talk about how she had earned her diploma while in jail, even graduating as valedictorian. She was also the facility's only female detainee to graduate barber school. And to me, here's the kicker. This is where it had me like, okay. Um, over the last year of her sentence, she has struck up a relationship with Cook County's commissioner, Bridget Gaynor. I don't even know how inmates are allowed to even have these type of relationships with these like high ranking people in the in like in the law enforcement. However, um she had commenced did the commencement speech at their graduation, so maybe that's how, but she will go on to testify in the shooter's defense. And who knows, maybe they have felt like she did make a really bad mistake in the heat of the moment. My thing personally is who's to say that she won't get this angry again to make this same mistake, right? And it costs another family, another child. She will go on to read her statement in the courtroom saying, quote, I am deeply sorry for my responsibility and what is your deepest heartbreak? Her letter began. I wish I would have made a different choice that day. I know there are not enough sorries to say. However, prior to her beginning to read, India's mom would walk out of the courtroom. She had had no desire to hear anything that this girl had to say, and I can't blame her. There was nothing that this girl could say to bring her daughter back, and all this for what? A boy? 
a social media feud, feud, sorry, because this had nothing to do with India at the end of the other day. India was just there trying to protect her friend. Um, so she lost her life literally over nothing, just for being a good friend, period. More recently, in January of 2020, the girl's uncle would be granted a new trial, and this pissed me off. First of all, why are you even trying to appeal your appeal anything? Um, especially when you admitted to what you did. You admitted that you brought the gun there. What did you think was going to happen when you handed the gun over? Why are you trying to appeal anything? Take your sentence and shut up. The judge has stated that um, the reason that he was granted a new trial was because quote, prosecution had misrepresented um, the evidence that they had had against him. I guess they said that they had evidence that they didn't have, whatever, and he was getting a new trial. Um, he does not deserve a new trial. He deserves to literally be sitting in there till he dies, period. Um, that's how I feel. I haven't seen anything online about his new trial starting, and I'm sure it's been delayed due to COVID. I also could not find any information on the actual suspect, um, but I'm sure she's home by now, living her life while India's family has to visit her at a cemetery. And I hope that India haunts her for the rest of her life um, because that's what she deserves. The fact that she gets to walk freely after murdering somebody, just, I don't care how old she is or was, it just doesn't sit right with me. Um, this case is truly a cautionary tale about social media about friends, but it's also a case of how adults fail. They fail their children. They fail being adults. They fail their children. They fail the kids in their lives, and they fail at breaking cycles. And that's why when people talk about Chicago and their gang culture, a lot of these kids don't have nobody to look up to. Look at the look at these type of adults that they have in their lives. Does it really surprise you that they they go down the roads that they go when they have adults literally doing things like bringing guns to fist fights? I am not surprised. These kids don't have any other outlets but each other. They are literally raising themselves. However, before I go, I want to try I want to do something new today. Um I want to discuss a case that has that has my attention right now and I just wanted to tell you guys about it because it just happened. So, it's not a lot of information yet for me to do, like, a mini episode about it. However, I do want to talk about Sanaya Lawrence. Sanaya Lawrence is a, was a 16-year-old girl from Harlem, New York, who was in an abusive relationship with an 18-year-old boy named Zaire Crumbly. And this story just touched my heart so much because this baby was being abused by this boy for a very long time. Neighbors would say that they would hear loud noise. Um, loud arguing, loud noises, bumping, thumping, and just fighting for months. And they feared for whoever lived in this apartment. And much like India's case, this is another case of adults failing children. This boy abused this girl, according to a Facebook post her mother had made after her death, for months. Um, like I said, probably I'm a Facebook detective, so I can find anybody. Her mother had wrote a post saying that she had constantly made police reports against this boy and that her daughter would hate her for it. How her daughter had even gotten pregnant by the boy and she had went on and had an abortion, but it just made her hate her mother and want to protect the boy even more. The mother had said that she always felt that the boy was no good for her daughter. Well, last Sunday, this boy, Zaire, who was 18, stabbed 16-year-old Sanaya Lawrence in the neck, killing her, and left her there to die. 
He didn't call for help. He didn't try to help. He just left. And my thing is, as neighbors, how are y'all telling the news that y'all were worried about this girl? Um, and you were, cur- you were concerned about her safety, but nobody called the police ever. This is another case, like I said, of, of adults just failing. Like, I could not be listening to a teenage girl getting beat on. And if you see this girl, she literally, look, literally, y'all, look like a baby. I could just not be comfortable being next door or upstairs hearing this girl being abused and screaming out and just not helping her. This 18-year-old boy has a lengthy criminal history. I just, 18, like, you're a baby yourself, including robberies and a bunch of domestic abuse cases with the victim. Um, Like, it's just, she could have been saved, too. If somebody, her mom did what she should have did. But the police do not take domestic violence cases serious. This is a 16-year-old girl. Like, she should not be dead. And can you just imagine being 16 and in a relationship? Well, you're just constantly being abused and having to fight for your life. It's crazy. Like, a baby. I just I just can't. This is a, these adults need to do better when it comes to these children's lives. This girl should still be here. And so should India. Rest in peace to India Martin and to Sanaya Lawrence. This is Dominique of Black Girls So Crime. I'll see you guys on Wednesday with a mini episode. Bye.